0: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, guys, welcome into episode two of Rip and Rock. The first one's off the ground and running. It's, It's up wherever you get your podcasts right now, so be sure if you haven't listened to that one to download it. Um, subscribe, leave us a rating. This is episode two, though. Throw the twos up in the air. Yeah, episode two. Rocco DeSangro here, uh, sports anchor at Fox 45. Ryan Ripkin, former professional baseball player in the and Nationals organization. And we're going to be talking a lot on this Mother's Day episode of Rip and Rock. It's episode two. Um, the appreciation, Ryan, that we have for our mothers and, and what they mean to us and what they've done for us over the course of our careers and just life in general, because we would not be here without them, man.
1: Oh, uh, without a doubt, you know, and we we're talking before, you know, I was driving in here today. It was actually a longer drive today. I was I was coming from out of town, and I was just thinking about all the sacrifices now of moving forward in life and what that looks like, and I just went, man, you know, every year Mother's Day falls around. It's it's on baseball season, during baseball season, and I, and I just think back to all the times my mom, you know, took me to games, the sacrifice you did to take me all around the country. And then not just talking about baseball, but just all the little things, the details of now, as I'm trying to move into the next stage of my life of being like, man, I, I never truly, and it's still, I understand. But I think when you really take a look back and you sit down and go, how much my mom, your mom has done for you. It's really, it's really shaped, you know, who we are and, and what we've done. And, and I can't think, my mother or all the mothers enough for really putting up with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We are definitely a rare breed.
0: So for both of our moms, thank you so much. But we're going to talk about that, share some personal stories about both our moms and how much we truly do love them both. Um, but that's not all we're going to talk about in this episode. While that Well, that is a big talking point, and mm-hmm. probably the talking point it should be. We're also talking about the sacrifice the Orioles manager made Brandon Hyde, and, and all the parents out there, moms and dads, I think you'll have a great appreciation for what he did and why he missed the Orioles game. Uh, Cedric Mullins hits for the cycle against the Pirates, the seventh player in Orioles history to do so, and he brought the bird bat.
1: How about the splash zone out, man? What a, a weekend. What a weekend for that. Can't wait. To get uh to dive right into that topic,
0: dive right in. No pun intended, or pun intended. However, you're feeling out there. We're gonna recap last series uh, with the Pirates, uh, this series, or against the, against the Rays. Sorry, last series against the Rays, the best team in baseball. It's been a long week, guys. You're coming back from a bachelor party. I'm coming back from a wedding. Uh, our minds are like scrambled right now. But, yeah, we're definitely going to touch on that. Big series win over the best team in baseball. Um, and then one of the best teams in baseball and the Pirates, they came in, and the, the Orioles, they took care of business as well. little AL East whip around, some Rips tips. It's back again another time. Yep. Part two, we're going to call it. And then we're getting Shohei Otani against Grayson Rodriguez this week.
1: What a rundown. I am pumped. What a rundown. That is going to be exciting. But we got, we'll got. we we'll get into the whole Grayson-Ohtani showdown but yeah there's a lot of great topics to talk about and you're right it has been a long week but it has been a very eventful week Rock so let's get right into this shall we? Yes sir off the top man
0: let's let's talk about both of our moms and what they mean to us. Uh, My mom's fantastic she went from being you know there, there were days where we fought there were days where she upset me she ticked me off a little bit and I'm like, Mom, why can't I go here? Why can't I do this? Um, why why am I not able to do that? And it's looking back at it now. I'm about to be 30 years old in June. Um, she's one of my best friends now. I call my mom. I try to call her, you know, a few times, a few times a week. Um, sometimes, a couple times a day, if you know time allows it. But we talk all the time. She comes down here and visits me when she can with my dad. And it means the world now because all the moms out there, uh, you you play such an important and special role in our lives, whether you're taking us to practice, taking us to work, helping us out, um, just trying to guide us in the right direction in our field and giving us the best advice humanly possible because we've all all gone to our moms for, for something that we need in life. And they've helped us out of crazy situations, no questions asked. Um, some, some great situations they've put us in and, uh, j- just, thank you first and foremost, to all the moms out there for what you do, because, because without you, we're not who we are.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I think also to, you know, for me personally growing up and being in Baltimore, being a Ripkin, my dad got a lot of the attention and, and I understand he did, he did a lot of great things on the field and really brought a lot of energy and passion to sports fans, not just in Baltimore, but the region. But i tell you what, a lot of things where, where I learned my, you know, more about like myself and perseverance, not just, you know, my dad, great, but it was my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom was this backbone for, for me to try to figure things out. And, and boy, was it pretty? No, it was not. <laughs> it was, we had our moments, but you know what? I like that. I like the realness. If I'm doing something wrong, she gave it to me straight. Mm-hmm. She didn't try to sugarcoat it. She understood that that would make me a better individual, and her intentions always were to, to make it better for me. And, again, I'm, I'm thankful for both my parents, but this is the thing with the moms sometimes. They just don't get the credit for all the things that happened. Nope. And, and for me, and throughout my whole ent- entire career, I always knew I had her in my corner. And that's something now that I'm done playing baseball, moving forward, it really is uh, – you know, not just a refreshing thing or a reminder, but it's something that I don't take for granted. And in realizing, man, I don't know how you just dealt with me for all these years. I really don't. And hopefully one day I can just do, if I can do an ounce of what my mom did, Rock, you know, I feel like then maybe I can make a difference for my for my kids in the, in the future.
0: Yeah, man. I, and I feel the same way. Uh, my mom may not necessarily have wanted to be, at my baseball games on Mother's Day, I wasn't very good. She she could have, you know, Mother's Day, you should be doing whatever you want to all the mom's out there, and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. But she sacrificed her time to come to the field to watch me stink it up, um, probably make a few errors in the field, strike out a few times, and uh she sat right there and cheered me on every time. When I was walking back to the dugout, it was keep your head up. If I was at bat, she was the first one cheering. She wasn't, she wasn't a crazy, you know, crazy, woo, but like, you know, she was, she was clapping it up and just telling me like, let's go, like get a hit here. And it, it meant the world to me. And now going from trying to be an athlete when I was younger to realizing that thing was never going to happen. I wasn't nearly as good as I thought I was going to be. Um, and moving into TV to local TV. Um, she has everywhere I've gone, she's taken a flight from, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, down to the first time it was Dothan, Alabama, helped me move my stuff from Dothan up to Huntsville. Um, when it was Huntsville to Baltimore, she was right there when I landed in Baltimore, helping me move my stuff into my new place. I mean, I cannot thank her enough for what she's done for me in this profession because without her, like, first of all, moving stinks. It would have been it's so terrible. hard um but but she made it that much easier and, and it was funny i just i was just asking her about like some of her favorite moments and she was just like Yeah, Being there, she's like, sometimes I didn't want to be at the games on Mother's Day because you want to do other things. She she could be doing anything, but she was there, and uh, she was telling me this story. She was like, I was so mad that your dad had scheduled a game on Mother's Day, and you guys were playing in a a tournament on Mother's Day. She's like, I shook up his can of Coca-Cola and gave it to him in the dugout, and it exploded all (laughs) over him. And I'm like, that's great stuff. I was like, because, listen, it's your day. He couldn't even get mad at you. So, no, but she's been great. Linda, my friend's caller you know, everyone else, I even call her Linda. Sometimes I call her mom first and foremost, but I mean, she's been awesome. And I know she'll probably listen to this. She has been, she's been trying to give me some advice. So, so Linda, mom, I love you. Thank you. Happy mother's day. And, uh, if you haven't called your mom yet,
1: give her a call. Yeah. yeah, Make the time always, if you can do it, it's, it's, Never a bad moment to have a, a conversation with your mom. Not man. at all, man. Even when you want to hang up the phone or throw it out the door <laughs> or window, which sometimes I kind of felt like that uh, on my drive back today. Yeah. But, uh, no, all jokes aside, it's great. And actually, you know, kind of segues perfectly, Rock, into what we saw with Brandon Hyde. Yeah. Different situation. Again, all the love to the moms. But exactly. Brandon Hyde did something that I think we wanted to mention because it really is admirable. Yeah,
0: you talk about parents making sacrifices in their professions or, or just in general and what they do to put their kids in the best position possible or just be there for them and support them. Brandon Hyde, he missed a game. And it's like, okay, why did Brandon Hyde miss a game? Why Why is – so, Freddie Gonzalez, he managed that game. And at first, you're like, why is Brandon Hyde missing this game? Like, what's going on? He missed the game. Because he went to, I believe it's his oldest daughter's graduation at Syracuse. Syracuse, Yep, And I think that is so cool, man. It's one game out of 162. And he's going there and being there for his daughter at her graduation. Um, It's a regular season game. And even if it wasn't, he's there. And and that's got to mean the world. To see your dad there, to know that, all right, my my dad could be managing a game right now. And for him to be there, it, it means the world. I'm sure to his daughter, it means the world to him to be able to to see her walk across that stage because that's only going to happen. College graduation usually once, oh, so yeah, yeah. And and to ha- be able to see that was really cool, and for him to do that was awesome. Yeah, hell yeah,
1: hell yeah, too. Because the other thing that people should realize, and maybe they do with the sport, this is rare. And and not because it's not rare for parents or for loved ones to go to graduations, but in the professional sports world, you don't get that luxury very often. Mm-hmm. You really don't. You have, and especially in the player's standpoint, when you're trying to make it and trying to establish yourself, you really are at the mercy of it because you haven't proven yourself. Now, in this case, Brandon Hyde being the manager, he has a little bit more leeway, but he also still has his foundations of what really matters to him. And this is a once-in-a-lifetime moment, that he couldn't get back. And not saying if you lost, if the Orioles lost to the Pirates, you can't get that back, because technically you can't get that game back. <laughs> but, I mean, I tell you what, I, I guarantee you he would take that one moment to last, because that's going to last longer than whatever happens in the career. But but in, in the baseball world, in the professional sports world, you can't do that. I can't tell you how many times, Rock, I've missed... I, I even missed my sister's graduation mm-hmm. in college. I missed my, uh, multiple weddings. I've had to, I've had to even miss funerals. I've had to miss a lot of moments where I wish I could be with friends and family. And so I really give Hyde so much credit for doing it because, um, it's, it's not just, it's a great moment for him and the family. It's going to mean something to his daughter.
0: Yeah, man. Like growing up with your dad being Cal doing what he did playing professional baseball at the highest level and being the name that he was when, when he showed up to something, I'm sure man, that it it meant so much to you to see him there when, when you knew what else he had going on in his life in baseball.
1: Yeah. And when I got into it, when I got into the game, uh, you know, realizing you have more of an appreciation of like, wow, this kind of sucks. This traveling's brutal. Yes. You get to go and play in these cool cities and stay in the hotels. Like it's the, the, the good life as people would look at it. Mm -hmm. But it was his job and it was also very strenuous. it was a lot of pressure you're, you're, it's performance based every single time you're going out there to prove yourself. but I remember for me as a little kid and this you could maybe paint a picture. my dad played until I was eight years old and I remember I was probably in the age of six to seven so it was getting close to the end of his career but I would look on the schedule of when the Orioles <laughs> had an off day and I was so excited because I said I, I meant I had time with Dad. And I remember one specifically, I think he was coming back from like Seattle and it was a night game. They flew back. He got in, I don't even know, six in the morning, maybe seven. And then he is up making us breakfast that day, spends the entire day with us. And now when I'm older and I'm thinking, man, when I want to do that, I just want to lay in my bed until, (laughs) you know, I'll sleep through the entire day. And here's my dad getting up and spending time with me and my sister. And so it's stuff like that that uh you appreciate and 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 that's that's the grind of it but you know uh yeah I, I'm getting all emotional here I guess no but the, <laughs> the, the family the tissues, stuff I yeah gotcha. I might I'm might. <laughs> gonna find them I don't know I don't Perfect. Know if we have a
0: box around oh, it
1: it's not in that counter you no, know what no, oh there's no. a crock pot though yeah, okay there there's some Febreze here is, Lysol I don't know if that'll work though and why is there a crock pot regardless yeah. though the point is <laughs> family moments matter and i i that was a little sharing from something that i went through but awesome with Brandon Hyde but you know it's even better too pretty sure the O's got the win that night and <laughs> it was a pretty eventful night at the yard rock so uh you want to touch on that a little bit
0: it's been a pretty eventful week at the yard man to say the least like to go in you beat the best team in baseball in a three game series you take two games from them And the way they did it was was great. Dean Kramer, we were so unsure about in the early stretch of the season when it began what he was going to do. And the last two starts, I've been calling him Dean the Machine because he's looked great. But the guy I really want to bring up, because it's rare to see this happen in baseball. It does happen. The percentage of it happening is very slim. Um, I don't know if it's up there with like getting struck by lightning. I doubt it, but it's like you know in that in that ballpark. Yeah, say.
1: we actually might have to get to figure that out. <laughs> but I don't. The percentages next to each other. I, I see where you're going up. with yes. that, but I think struck by lightning is still up there a little bit higher. But the point is, I mean, yeah, exactly, But the point is exactly. what it's, was just accomplished. It's, it was rare. That's what I want to get at. There we go. So Cedric
0: Mullins, he goes out, and it was the Orioles Friday night game against the Pirates. They win 6-3 Mullins hits for the cycle. And for those of you out there listening, might not know what the cycle is. It's you hit a single, a double, a triple and a home run in the same game. Cedric Mullins did that. And kind of how rare it is for the Orioles franchise. He's the seventh player in franchise history to do that let me read off some of these names you might be familiar with uh, one or two of them uh brooks robinson in 1960 cal ripken junior oh 1984 aubrey huff 2007 felix felix pie 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 felix pie pa pa yeah, P-A. yeah i have struggled with the pronunciation of his name felix pie <laughs> <laughs> i know it's not pie uh, jonathan vr august 5th 2019 austin hayes June 22nd 2022 and then Cedric Mullins joins his teammate and does the same thing that's pretty cool it's To be all- playing in the outfield with the same guy that, that just hit for the cycle last year and you're doing it yourself
1: well I'm even starting off it from Brooks to my dad was 24 years I believe 60 to 84 doing the math right I am a college graduate now by the way so I should be able to get that yeah right. congratulations by the way thanks shout oh, out I to, to me forgot to uh
0: I yep. forgot to get you, like, a cake or something Yeah, like
1: that. Uh, well, well, you can just come to when I, whenever I decide to walk that's out fair. there yeah. at Arizona State. That's where I got the degree. But anyway, All right, what's yeah. really cool <laughs> with Cedric, again, you just saw, 24 years went by. Yes, there's been more mm-hmm. recency that's happened with it. But it is. it's one of those things in baseball, and for hitters at least, it's one of those feats that only few people can ever say that they accomplish. And... It's just, it was was a special moment. And actually, the cooler part of the whole thing, it was needed. The Orioles needed it from Cedric Mullins to win that game. He helped put it away, especially with the home run that really, you know, drove the game home. So, it's even better that he accomplished something so special, but for the season standpoint, it's even better that Cedric Mullins helped the O's get a a much-needed win against the Pirates team that has been struggling, but... Overall, they have been a surprise team, especially from where people thought they would be so far this year.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Dude, not only that, it was on the debut, so the fans in attendance that were actually at that game are going to remember that game for probably the rest of their lives because you get a cycle and then you get the debut of the Bird Bath Splash Zone. And what's so cool about that, Brandon Hyde called it Waterworks or SeaWorld that that the team's doing. You see them, they'll they'll take like a chug of water like we've all done in our lives and Mm -hmm. spit it out. So the celebrations are you get a single, you turn the faucet on. So like that faucet motion, you get a double or a triple, it's the sprinkler. We've all done the sprinkler terribly on the dance floor, whether it's at a party or somewhere else, like a formal and uh, it's like roll the dice, do the sprigs. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, you're doing it right go. now. Do the spr- Usually you do it with the uh, with the hand behind the head, though. And like, yeah, kind of like, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like doing it right this. now, but you can't see it. Okay. Exactly. Kind of chicken wing it. So that's what they do. And then, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Homer. Sorry. <coughs> little, little something in my throat. You get to do the Homer hose. So that's what the players have been doing all season long. Now they add it. Section 68, it's called the splash zone. $20 tickets. Some people wear ponchos. Some people don't because they don't care. And just get soaked with water when that happens. When these things happen, a guy out there, it's Mr. Splash, I believe his name was. I, I believe so. Yeah. He S- takes a hose and starts spraying you. What do you think of that, man? Because I think that is one of the coolest things right now. In I thought the celebration was one of the coolest things in baseball to start. And now to add that to get the fans involved more and more. That's pretty sick.
1: Isn't that what it's all about, though? Like honestly, as a player, nothing fired me up more than having your fans be involved in the action, loving every second of it, and every minute of it. I remember this was even like on a on a smaller scale when I was in high school for basketball. We did and we saw it from one of the other colleges. They did a silent night. Game And Gilman yeah. still does it to this day. So we waited for six points to be scored. I think whatever we did, and it took forever because we just couldn't do it. But the whole, <laughs> our whole student body packed the gym, and it was nuts. And that, that moment, that energy for us was so special. And now take it to the professional level. And it's the same concept of when your fans, and especially for the Orioles, we talked about it earlier in the season, you want to feel that, that there's excitement in the city, the engagement. And also you feel like the fans can be felt. Like this does that, and man, what a entrance for it! Especially in the context of how the game went and how, and 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 it seemed like things went really well. I, I'm curious how it's going to be moving forward, but I think I'd be one of the guys. Would you wear a poncho in there? No, absolutely not. No, I think it's the experience. It's yeah, like you know you what I'm signed experience. up. It's like if you go on any of the water rides, like what's the point? If you're going exactly. on the water ride,
0: you might as well wear it. As long as my shoes aren't getting like soaked and like soggy, which they might, but like, it's what it is. I'll just.
1: You You know know what you're getting into if you're getting into the splash zone up there. But awesome job! I'm so glad that the Orioles uh, could come together and get this done. And and it looks like this is something that's going to be staying.
0: I think it's one of the best things in baseball. Like I said by now, and I said 68, section 68. Got my numbers mixed up. Um, You know that happens sometimes with me. To go to you know we know exactly. I I don't need to explain myself. It's section 86. So yeah, my bad on that.
1: A little bit off there. A little bit off. Well, it was the same. I thought you were about numbers. to say, like, it was going to be 67. No, no, no.
0: It was the same two numbers. I just put them in reverse order. So you see what I did there.
1: Yeah, I, I do. And that yeah. you know what? That's okay, Rock.
0: Oh, Thanks. I appreciate, you know, your kind words and forgiveness. Just remember that I,
1: when some, I mess up next time.
0: Yeah, No, no, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> um, so we touched on this past series in Tampa Bay. Cedric Mullins with the cycle against the Pirates. The O's, they take two of three um, against Pittsburgh today's loss as we're recording this on Mother's Day for nothing loss Kyle Gibson has dropped his third straight he had a hot start to the season many were thinking okay this guy's not necessarily the ace going forward but like the ace for this season like he, he's a veteran he's you know an older guy that's that's been there done that before and they're paying him 10 million dollars to come in and, and do so um but he's not only struggled in his last three outings. He's gotten zero, literally zero, run support offensively. Let me read you off a few of Kyle Gibson's, you know, those last last three starts, those numbers that he's putting up. Um, and, and, you know, you kind of tell me what you think, man. Like, what, what's going on right now? So, with Gibson today, he goes five innings, seven hits, four runs, four earned, three walks, five strikeouts through 95 pitches. Now we're going to go back to his two previous starts against Tampa Bay, the only loss in that series. They lost 3-0, six innings pitched, two earned runs, four strikeouts. Kansas City, they lose 6-0. Ten hits allowed, six earned runs, zero strikeouts. What's going on with Kyle Gibson? And are we expecting him to bounce back in his next start or maybe see something down the line in his next couple because it's happened to guys this season especially in the starting rotation
1: I think what we're seeing and this is actually the to me it's it's the waves of the season you're going to have the highs and the lows and you're going to have pitchers there be going to be going through rough patches at different times now Kyle Gibson that start against the Rays you give me six and two earned I'll take that every day of the week no matter what but again, they've won against the Rays team, and I think it was McClanahan pitched that game for them. So he was on his game. It was a pitching duel. Gibson gave the team a chance. But everyone goes through their ups and downs. We just talked about how Dean Kramer got off to some rough starts. Yeah, right? he was but then, right. So you sit there, and when that happens, it means you have to have other pitchers step up for you. And that is the beauty of the team concept, is that you need guys to be able to step up, in different situations. And to be a true ace, you need someone that's going to be the most consistent. And the true ace right now has been Tyler Wells because of the fact it's strictly off of his consistency. He's able to give you his production. He's going deeper in games. And Kyle's done a pretty good job of that. But as far as Wells has been the one throughout the whole season so far that has continued to be that force for the Orioles. So Kyle Gibson, I'm not worried about it long-term for him. I'm really not but I think it's just a reminder that your guys are not going to be on their game as, as, as the way that you want all the time. So be patient with them because if you even look back, and this is even three starts removed, or even actually his start against Detroit on April 27th, yep, not his Looking best right one, now. four and a third, eight hits, three earned runs, like not great. But the one before that, six and a third, one earned. The one before that, he got five and a third, six and a third. Like he's doing his job. Stay with them. I think the beauty of it is the Orioles are finding ways to win series. Yeah,
0: and other guys stepping up in the starting rotation. Dean Kramer, listen, he, he did struggle, and he has been phenomenal his last two outings. Tyler Wells, that's your guy. He, he's been, I mean, unbelievable on the mound.
1: And like you said, he's arguably – Been their best starting pitcher as of late, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you want every time, obviously. If you could say, you know what? I want great starting pitching. Well, guess what? Everyone wants great starting pitching each and every night. But if you can get – the goal is to win each series. Mm. Three-game series, if you can have your starter give – of that series, two of those three starts are very solid starts. You're giving your team a chance to win. And if you looked at what's happened so far, the Orioles have been able to string that together overall, especially this past week against – Two solid opponents, and one being the best team in baseball, you need that. And if you can do that, you're going to find your way to have success. But it can't be expected for everyone to be on top of their game each and every start.
0: No, I completely agree, man. But two big series wins, and this team is winning in the month of May against two of baseball's best, and that's big. Um, you want to jump into Rips Tips? We had we had its first uh, its debut last episode uh what do you got for us this week
1: so rips and which is presented by to be determined is later it
0: like can we do like a uh, inside the nba where it's like presented by nobody and then when maybe we get like this thing gains some traction we get like a sponsor
1: oh it's gonna be right on there but oh, yeah. i really but i want to be able to run to a board like they do in inside the NBA, yeah. we'll get there. But who, the who, who wins
0: the race before before I uh, before you, you go? Who wins? So who wins the race between me and you to the board? That's not a question. Is that like? Is it me? That's a rhetorical question. No, right? it's not. No, 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 no. It's like I
1: mean, we well, could do it right now. We we could, but, but there's we, a table in the way. So the table. Yeah. Well, you know what? I can show you some hops and back <laughs> in the basketball I don't legs. See that but you know what? Before <laughs> we embarrass. Ourselves, specifically you. Let's get into Rip's tips here. <laughs> Sorry. And this week's tip is staying present. Yeah. And I like to try to put in some life to the context in, in the everyday of sports. I always feel personally more stressed out when I'm thinking too far ahead or thinking about what's happened in the past. And what I find is I'm losing sight of what I'm doing right in the moment, mm-hmm. and I can't get those moments back. Yep. You can't control what what can happen besides what's going on right now. And the reason why I'm bringing this up in this context for sports, look, the Orioles are hot for the season to start off. It's been a great month and a half, better than probably anyone could have expected to start this season. But the but the lulls are going to come. It's, it's not, and it's, I hope it doesn't, but the reality is every team's going to go through it. So I hope for fans, we're not looking so far ahead of saying, well, this team's going to win X amount of games. They're going to be so good. Hey, I'm telling you, Every team's going to have their down. So, enjoy this moment because it is such an exciting time. Don't look ahead to it. And then also, you want to look around other sports and professional sports. Teams we're trying to look at, if you look at the NBA, the Milwaukee don't, Bucks, don't, top don't team. Br- don't
0: bring up the NBA. Come on. I don't want to talk about the Sixers right now. I'm,
1: I'm sad, man. Go ahead, go ahead. That was tough. Well, you know, at least the Sixers weren't the top team. Like the Bucks getting bounced in round one. The Boston Bruins, one of the the best regular season in in professional hockey, they get knocked out in the first round by the Panthers. So my point is, and then your Sixers just got pummeled today. Yeah, but that's it was a whole
0: embarrassing in a closeout game. Sorry. I mean, you guys I, had, you had your
1: chance at six, but uh, in game six. But the point being is. Those are all things where people were predicting towards the future and even fan bases. Oh, we're, we're looking forward to the next series, the next games. No, enjoy the moment right now. Yeah, You'll thank yourself later. And for the Orioles fans, enjoy this. You've waited years. You've waited years for this moment. Enjoy this ride and just let the good times roll. I that's think, all I got for the I Rips think team.
0: that's great with baseball and in life because you think a lot of your friends, and I, I mean myself included, I get these all the time and I'm sure you do as well, the Sunday scaries. It's like when you are, yeah, when you're, when you're, it's Sunday night and you're thinking about all that stuff you have, not only tomorrow, but that next week and you're stressing out about it. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, that's kind of what you're saying with stay present, stay in the moment, focus on Sunday, enjoy your Sunday and don't worry about the Sunday scaries and for the O's, same thing. And for the fan base, it's like, don't focus about what's ahead, whether it's exciting, whether it's not, I mean, be fired up for this team, but. You know, don't don't look ahead and say when is this gonna happen? When is this rough patch gonna happen? When is this team gonna kind of teeter off a little bit?
1: Yeah, don't don't play the hypothetical game so much because yeah. that's where your mind spins in a million different directions. It's fun to play that game. Play that game <laughs> too many times, and especially if talking about the Sunday scaries, I don't even want to think about what the rest of my weeks gonna no, entail. Man. There's a lot, but but the point is, when you go down that path, you just lose sight of of of, of a lot of different things. And I'll tell you what, as a player. You know if I'm an, if, you know and I know those guys they shouldn't be thinking about anything else but being in that moment because things are going well don't try to overthink it don't try to think about what's happening elsewhere enjoy the vibes because you can't always you can say you know what you can replicate that later there's no guarantee you can do that ride what you got right now and you'll find yourself also feeling way more under control and relaxed and that's all I got for Rip's tips
0: rock I like that, man. Let's uh, whip around the AL East, to check out how the standings currently look on Sunday. You got the Tampa Bay Rays at thirty-one and eleven; they are at the top, not only the AL East but baseball as a whole. The O's, four games back of that top spot in the AL East at 26 and 14. Then you got the Blue Jays, 24 and 16. They're six games back. The Red Sox, 22 and 18, eight games back. Then the Yankees, 23 and 19. They are also eight games back. The Blue Jays, if you want to talk as far as hottest teams go right now, they're on that three game win streak. Um, so, that that's kind of what the big picture looks like for the division. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, we, we could talk every episode about how good the AL East is, so we'll keep this brief. The mm-hmm. Jays are are picking up the slack. The Yankees, everyone was so excited to see them in the cellar. But guess what? They're finding ways to get back in it. Aaron Judge being back, and I know that, that people – I tweeted this out the other night. I know people don't like the Yankees. But, man, Aaron Judge is so fun to watch. I I, I really – appreciate great players Aaron Judge there's a reason why he got paid all that money he is a truly a special guy And like can you really hate Aaron Judge like he just seems like the nicest dude in the world he's not the
0: type of Yankees player that I feel like I mean while there are people out there that are gonna have great displeasure for Aaron Judge because he wears the pinstripes he's probably one of the more rootable you know Yankees players in recent years that I can think of because he carries himself the right way I mean he, he's an absolute mot to be able to move at his size the way he does he's like a gazelle out there in the outfield and it's crazy like making some of the leaps he makes is like nimble as he is and then he's just mashing home runs when they were at uh, Camden Yards for that that home opener that home opening series I walked by him and I saw him in the hallway he was talking to his family So, like, I didn't want to bother him or anything, but, like, you know, I mean, I wouldn't do that anyway wearing the credential. Like, you can't. But just walking by him, I didn't realize, like, I knew he was big, but, like, in person, man, like, standing, like, within, like, five feet of him, dude's massive. Massive. Just, like, and and he's built. Like, he's not massive and, like, out of shape. Like, he's massive in shape, and you could tell, like, (laughs) this dude's an athlete. He's he's straight six seven straight muscle oh straight muscle exactly and like, I don't know how much body fat he has but it's a lot less than me
1: yeah. <laughs> he, he's a stud and honestly just just a, just a recap of kind of the whole American League right now because there's a lot of great players and it's actually mm-hmm. going to segue into I think our final topic here Rock we but are. you know the the American League is tough I mean I know the Central's not as strong as people um, you know maybe that's what you expected I mean the Twins are the only team over 500 in mm-hmm. the AL Central. That AL West, though, the Rangers, the Strohs, um, the Mariners now are at 500. I mean, really, the only team is the worst team possibly ever right now. The Oakland A's <laughs> are just struggling. But those other four teams in the AL West, Mariners, Angels, Strohs, and Rangers, really solid teams. And you know what? The Orioles get to see one of those teams I was going to say, tomorrow. why are we bringing up the
0: AL West? Well, we, we have an idea as to why we're bringing up the AL West. And uh, Monday night, the probable pitching matchup. The Angels come to town. Shohei Otani expected to pitch against Grayson Rodriguez. I say expected because you never know what can happen on that given day. So that's why we like to say expected. But, dude, as a baseball fan, I had this game not knowing when Shohei was going to pitch. Circled on my calendar. And I was hoping that it fell on an off day so I could go over, sit in the press box, and watch it and actually enjoy it and not have to like work work, but I could be there at the yard for this one because this guy, Shohei Otani, is a generational talent. I mean, he could very well go down when it's all said and done as the best player to ever live or play this game because what he is able to do is incredible, and we have not seen it done in this, in this modern era, what he is accomplishing and doing. He's pitching. He's hitting. He's unbelievable at both. And now he's going to pitch against, go head-to-head uh, on the rubber against one of the O's best young stars in Grayson Rodriguez. There should be a lot of excitement going into this one Monday night. I expect to see Camden Yards absolutely packed for this one, man.
1: I, I hope so. I mean, because, again, you talk about appreciating baseball appreciating talents around the league, around the world really. I mean, Otani is so he, he's he is the international superstar that baseball needed. And not only is he just a superstar, we might not see another player like him ever, to your point. And now you get to have a young pitcher like Grayson Rodriguez who he likes when when the lights are brighter. He oh, yeah. loves the challenge. And honestly, people are wondering, you know, he had a rough start against the Royals. Playing against the Rays, he's feeling good. You know what I mean? And, and he goes out there and gives you a great outing because he loves those moments. So this is going to, I believe, to bring out the best of him. And we, I think we've talked about this off air. Grayson, who he's matched up with so far in his career, Jacob DeGrom, mm-hmm. Dylan Cease, yep. I think was another one. I'm missing on so. the other, but now Otani, I know there's another one in there. But you're talking about some of the best in the of the in the world, the best of the best, and that means you got to bring your A game. So this is this is gonna be. I, I th- again, I've probably used this before. This is must see TV. This is the game. If you are a baseball fan, you need to go and turn this one on because this is as as good of a young matchup as you hope to uh, to hope to see moving forward.
0: Yeah, and we're not just saying that because. Of Otani, like the Orioles, they're so fun to watch. Like it could be, I mean, but this is like this is the matchup tomorrow. How how good or tonight being Monday, how good the Orioles are this season, how good Shohei Otani is pitching, hitting, doing it all. Like this is a game you want to be be there for. This is this is a ticket stub. If, if people still get ticket stubs, you're probably going to want to save and maybe write down the, the final line on Shohei, maybe the final line on Grayson as well, because it could be one of those games that, that you remember for the rest of your life being there.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so crazy to me that the Angels, their team, that they have on their roster two of the most talented players, two of the best players in the world. And I think that we forget about that. But this is... You tell me in May the Angels are coming to town, and there's there's buzz around because the O's are the better team, and and we talked about it, the Angels would be great, but this is going to be, is, you know, talk about the Orioles, you know, they're they're having they're measuring how good they are, but really for the Angels, you know, you're going to be the underdogs coming into this series. The yeah. Orioles now are the team that people are probably going to expect to win, and and if I'm an Orioles fan or I'm a player, I'm expecting it too. So this is going to be a challenge for an Angels team that's. Really trying to figure out why they can't move past their past uh, struggles and failures. You know what's cool about this one, Rip? When the Sixers
0: sucked, <laughs> I mean they just got bounced from the playoffs. So where <laughs> are they at now? The same. I, I, listen, it's going to mean something, and I'm going to tie the this. When the Sixers into something, sucked, when the Sixers in Game Seven no, right no, now? No, no, stop by we're, fifty. We're done. We're done. I don't. I don't even know why I brought it up. When the Sixers sucked early stages of the process. Uh, okay, nobody was really in like the it. stands for like the games against the Orlando Magic and like the really crappy teams, I think we could say crappy on here, that came into town, you would go to the games to see LeBron James. You would go to the games to see Kobe. You would go to the games to see KD. Yep. With the Orioles, that's how it's been in recent years. You would go to see the other team superstars at times, whether you're a fan of the Orioles or not, because you would get kind of your bang for your buck. Yeah, you'd get to see an Orioles game, but you'd get to see Aaron Judge. You'd get to see this guy and that guy. Now, people are in the stands. I think it was, let me see the attendance, 36,403 was at Sunday's game. Amazing. Against the Pirates. Against the Pittsburgh Pirates, man. That's, that shows you that this fan base cares. The Orioles, they can tell this team is so fun to watch. They're getting so much better. And you're not just going to the game tomorrow night to see Shohei Otani. You're going to the game first and foremost to see the Orioles. And Shohei Otani happens to be pitching.
1: I know. And, that, and that's the cool component of this whole thing, to your point, is that the Orioles now, right now, are one of the best tickets to go see. Mm-hmm. And that is truly remarkable, especially if you thought, if this is where you think the team would have been three years ago. And it's amazing to see. It should be a lot of good energy. It's going to be another series, which is already going to be a tough month of May, which the Orioles have already done a great job so far of handling the schedule. But, man, just add another to the list of of exciting times to be around Camden Yards. All right, man. Well, I'm excited for it. I'm
0: definitely going to be over there for that one. Hope you are, too. And uh, we hope to see some of you guys out there uh, at the yard. If you see us, say hello. But for now, follow us on Twitter at Rocco DeSangro, at Ryan Ripkin. Follow along on social media. We've got Facebook, Instagram, where, wherever we're at. You can find us, interact with us. Uh, we had a couple of you tweet us about some some things you wanted us to talk about and I think we kind of covered it on the episode so be sure to keep tweeting us your thoughts um and and as well as download the episode subscribe to our page um rip and rock and and review us rate the episode let us know what you think because like we said before without your feedback this podcast cannot get better we want to hear from you and really hear your thoughts about what you got to say
1: exactly and this is this is what it's all about and as we know, we're sitting here. We're we're trying to figure out how we can make this better and better and better. And that's the best way to do that is to get your guys' feedback. And again, if there's something that's really on your mind, we can do it. Or if you really want to see Rocco and I race to the board and see who's faster or slower, I'll do the forty yard. De- uh, let let's let's stay away from that. But the point
0: is, no, no, no. Put your money where your mouth is, big guy. We Come might on. Yeah. so.
1: We could do that. We could be around the yard. We just want to get to hear more of what you guys want, and uh, and I believe you guys have given us great feedback so far, and we hope to continue that on as Rip and Rock keeps uh, keeps moving forward. Yep, episode two of Rip and Rock
0: in the books feels good, man. You can find the uh, the uh, podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon. Really, wherever you get your podcast, Ryan and I will both be tweeting out those links um, to make it easier for everyone to find. So, thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of Rip and Rock. To all the mothers out there, thank you so much for what you do. Um, you are all so greatly appreciated. Happy Mother's Day. And have a great rest of your day. See you next time.